Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. Are you looking for help with trying to lose weight? Well, this could be the solution for you. With a range of products such as shakes, boosters, capsules, and more, get started today simply by adding Kirsty on Facebook using the link in the show notes and get started today. For the ad-free version of this podcast, please visit our Patreon page and become a patron at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts in that month and all of the previous ad-free podcasts that we've done. Head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. The link's in the description. Random Gaming Talk, it is Entertainment Talk's podcast for video games. I'm your host, Matthew. Joining me today is Roberts. How are you today? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Same. Yeah, I'm doing doing fairly good. Um, yeah, doing pretty good. Uh, so, what have you been playing in the last week? Uh, the normal stuff. I wound up having to do a restart on my game oh. uh, for Kingdom Come Deliverance. Uh, it's actually kind of what I normally do, because... Especially when it's a, a new, new game like that with a new kind of thing. Yeah. What I usually do is I, I'll do a first start, just kind of screw around and try to get a sense of the game, and then I'll do a restart and try to go from there yeah. and get you know the mechanics down and things like that. So that on my third start, it really is you know a good playthrough. Okay. And there was a lot of things that I was getting wrong, a lot of things that I didn't know I needed to do, just even out of the uh, tutorial area, and hmm. so that's. You know the why the restart kicked in. So okay, is it better now though? Yeah, it's it's it was way easier getting through a couple of segments. I didn't okay. realize how much I was screwing up some stuff up. So hmm. so you just like missed some tutorial stuff or or something? Uh, well, I I basically just got ahead of myself to where I was trying to do <laughs> stuff way yeah. too fast. Like for example, in part of the tutorial, you uh, have to fight a dude. And every single time I tried doing that, he was just kicking my ass. He just <laughs> kicking my ass like it was nothing. Uh, and so I saved that for last and started doing a whole bunch of stuff and actually got some levels out of it, some early levels. Oh, good. And then that made that fight just so much more easier. It's like it wasn't even a thing. <laughs> cool, cool. Um, good. hope the game's better for you now then. Um, yeah, I, I saw that they're going to get some DLC soon, Kingdom Come Deliverance. Uh, I hadn't seen that, but yeah, huh. I'm not surprised. Uh, yeah. Some sort of dog companion a, and a playable female character, or so, something along, along those lines. Uh, uh, so it's hard saying. Cool. So I guess I'll cut for that when that comes out. Um, anything else? Uh, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I'm still screwing around in uh, um, uh, Fallout Shelter. It's a, it's a good, you know, just... Take a chill and okay. you have some fun, kind of a game. Yeah, uh, yeah. The Sea of Thieves beta did come out today, and we were going to 
stream it but basically i got home a bit later than what i thought i would and then i wanted to sort of save my energy for the for the podcast so um yeah we can always try it tomorrow it's a stream yeah, for the whole maybe. weekend so cool what, what, when does it end uh i have to check but i think on monday okay all right Let me check here real quick okay i'll see what i can uh what i can do then um Yes, because I booted up the uh, the beta, and then it said I'd need gold, because I currently don't actually have it at the moment. Uh, so I'll, I'll see what I can do. Um, yeah, I've been playing um, Shadow of the Colossus, which is the PlayStation 4 remake, remaster, whatever you want to call it, uh, exclusive, um, which is the, the PS2 game, which got like a HD port to the PS3, I think, and then they did a like full remaster, I guess, for the PS4. Um I like it. It's got some problems. It's got some pacing issues. Um, but once you get to the meat of what the game actually is, like killing the big colossus things, it's very, very fun. Um, there's the third or fourth um, boss fight. They're all kind of boss fights, basically. You don't really fight any little enemies. Um, and uh, it's this bird thing that you have to climb on. You have to go in the water and like climb and, and stand on these... Uh, pieces of land i guess you could call them and then you have to jump onto him and like grab his wing or something which was really really fun um and there's parts where um basically on each of the of the colossus enemies um they have like their vital points and it points out to you when you're next to it so that you can stab that as many times as you can handle i guess depending on if you get shaken off or whatever um and you have like a certain stamina uh, meter and stuff so you can't just like hang on to the thing no matter what and stab it until it dies you have you have to like let go and let your stamina rebuild and stuff which is which is quite realistic um otherwise it would just be the case of you're on this monster and now you can kill it without any trouble um so there was this bird thing that you fight and uh basically um there's like the the two points on the edge of the wings and of course this bird's like turning around and flapping its wings and that kind of stuff so it's like throwing you about all over the place and of course if you're if you are hanging on to the enemy you do hold on no matter what but that's when your stamina drains so you have to like manage that properly i guess in terms of um like when to let go of course if you let go at the wrong times you're gonna fall off the, the enemy um depending on like where you are on it and stuff because um, some of these enemies there's like little ledges that you can i guess kind of hang on um and you get sort of thrown about a bit so it's up to you to like manage where you hold on, where you let go, and that sort of stuff. So um, it, it's it's pretty good. It's got a couple of camera issues that are, that are a little annoying, but that's mainly when you're on the way to the Colossus boss thing. Um, so it didn't really impact that too much. Um, the one that I'm going after at the moment, I had a little trouble finding. Um, basically, you, you have this sword, and you like put it up in the air, and you get a, um, a light thing that comes up, and that light shows you the direction you need to go. Um, and I guess it's a case of like on your way you look at the beautiful lands and, and all that kind of stuff um, the plot is fairly simple but I won't spoil it too much it's basically a case of uh, you have this woman with you and she's sick or she's ill and she's on this laying on this piece of stone and I guess you have to defeat these so that you'll heal her by the end uh, the way I would describe it is like The Last Guardian meets Zelda now I haven't played the new Zelda but I've seen plenty of gameplay to know kind of what it's like and it's a little bit like that. Uh, 
so it's yeah it's it's pretty good in terms of in terms of that sort of stuff um you have like a bow and arrow as well which is which is pretty good um that's not really been used for much yet um i've mainly kind of used it for just like getting certain enemies attraction attractions um like when i need them to come over towards me but uh it it's it's pretty good um i haven't gotten like bored of it yet or anything um but when you actually get into the fight that's when the game gets pretty good uh the other thing that i played um or tried to play but did get kind of bored of and i don't i just didn't think it was a great game is uh deus ex what's the new one is it mankind divided the uh the yeah. newest yeah yeah mankind divided um i can see why people like the game like we we would say like if um if somebody likes a game then there's no reason to sort of bash on them or something um but i just felt that the game was a bit sort of here's this guy he's called Jensen and he is this person that sent into a mission to kill people um and it was sort of like he wasn't doing any of this by choice like he sort of had to do it um you do get like a an optional 12 minute recap video in case you haven't played the old games which I did watch um it explains some of the stuff but I just as it wasn't into it I felt like the gameplay was kind of stiff um I feel like the the shooting itself was a bit off. Um, I just wasn't in getting into it at all, so I decided to uh, stop playing it and move on to Shadow of Colossus. Um, yeah. Have you played uh, it? A couple things. Uh, no, I haven't played it. Real quick before we get into to that, I checked. The Sea of Thieves beta is till the end of Sunday night, and it's also the beta on the Windows 10 store. So if you have Windows 10 on your okay. computer, you can download the free beta from there and play it. I don't think you need gold for that. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll try and stream a bit of it tomorrow then. Um, I'm not sure how much, but maybe like half an hour or an hour or something. Depends uh, Depends how it goes. Uh, so look out for that tomorrow, and then of course it'll be posted later, I guess in the week, on the website, if you miss it. Um, so yeah, look out for that as well. Uh, before we get into the whole bunch of game announcements that we have, because we had uh, just a ton of them this week, especially from like Nintendo and stuff, uh at entertainment talk we have been doing of course other podcasts as well for like the walking dead which uh continues to be on weekly um i zombie which was pretty good this week still in its sort of like early season building stage where it's building its new stories but uh it's still interesting and entertaining and it's still doing the good stuff that it does i would say um i think we both sort of agree agreed with that um during the podcast uh, what was the other thing that I did this week? Uh, I reviewed Game Night as well, which I went to see on Tuesday, um, which is a very fun sort of adult comedy Game Night film, which has a bit of a twist in it. That's basically the, uh, I think, the best way to describe it. It's just like, you know, normal adults that just have a, a Game Night. Um, one of them decides to do a bit different and, and mix things up, and uh, it's it basically just goes from there. So check that out as well if you if you haven't seen it yet. And then, of course, check out my review after, which has a, has a spoiler-free and a spoiler section, um, as does my reviews of Season 1 and 2 of um, The Good Place. They both have spoiler and spoiler-free sections, so check out those as well. Um, I think that was about it. iZombie, Walking Dead, Game Night, Gaming Talk, of course. Um, yeah, that was, that was kind of what we did this week, so check that out as well. Um, oh, yeah, I did another part of... Um, trying to la- relax with uh, Resident Evil Part 2 of um, The End of Zoe, so check that out as well. 
of course there's uh, streams on twitch and stuff as well not quite sure what to do going forward with that game in terms of that specific part but i'll uh I'll make a decision and let you all know and, and go from there. So um, entertainmenttalk.org is where you'll find all that stuff as well. Um, I don't really think we need any segue jingle things this week because we've, we've basically got a whole bunch of mix of game announcement stuff. Um, so do you want to get started with yours? Yeah. Cool. Uh, what do you have? Uh, first off, uh, no real surprise to anybody that I'm, you know, I'm such a huge State of Decay 2 fan. <laughs> uh, we got the official official announcements for everything. Uh, State of Decay 2 is going to launch on May 22nd. The standard version is going to be $30 US, while the Ultimate Edition is going to be $50 US. If you pre-order the uh, Ultimate Edition, you'll get a bunch of extra stuff. Uh, first off, you get early access to the game on May 18th. Instead of the 22nd, so you get you know full four days ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also have uh, confirmed and pre-ordering for the two DLC packs they've announced so far, Independence and Daybreak. Uh, they also are offering a free edition of you know in-game items for pre-ordering. Uh, if you did that uh, for State of the K, you got what was called like a prepper pack. Mm-hmm. And prepper, for those people in the UK, is a slang term for somebody that thinks... The world is going to end, so they prepare. They have like stockpiles of food oh, okay. and right. things like that. <laughs> uh, not, you know, it's not like they're a bad person or anything. They're just—it's one of those things that they're always assuming the worst. Yeah, you know, yeah. The, the poles will shift, or the uh, you know the government will collapse, or something like that. And so they're—they got like stockpiles of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, food, clothes, medicine, you know, weapons, obviously, and they're just called preppers. Yeah. Um, You'll sometimes see characters like that in films that, you know, when they go down to their bunker or whatever, um, like what happened yeah. in like 10 Cloverfield Lane and stuff, um, the character that will have the bunker and the supplies and that sort of thing. So that's cool. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, a tangent aside, but yeah, you also will get a copy of uh, the day one survival edition on uh, Microsoft on the uh, Xbox if you pre-order it. Mm-hmm. So that was the previous game. Uh, no notice or info on the articles that I could find as to when you would get that uh, copy. I'm like assuming soon after or something. Um, yeah, I'm. I don't know. A few times I've gotten emails from like Microsoft, and they'll have a code in a message on my Xbox to redeem. So yeah, that's probably what they'll wind up doing. Is just yeah. you'll they'll all send... see it. I have a new mail. Yeah, they'll send you a message, and then you just click on the basically the redeem button. Yep. Um, yeah, I did for for a few things in the past. So, uh, the other yeah. thing to sneak in here is the game won't have any microtransactions, which is because Microsoft has a brain. Um, yeah, and yeah, same with um, is it God of War? I saw that for that that won't have microtransactions again because Sony and Microsoft have functioning brains and they're sensible human beings. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, makes sense. Um, but that's great though for those two games. Yeah, Microsoft shows uh, IGN, and so if you go on IGN's YouTube page, they have about a 25-minute playthrough of the multiplayer, which was the big, big thing that everybody wanted in one. And I can honestly say, when I was playing State of Decay, the first one, that's literally the only time I thought, this game needs a multiplayer. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've played games to where that's had it, and I'm just like, yeah, it's really, really good. And I've played multiplayer, it was just like, why did they waste their times on this? But this is literally the first time I've ever thought this game needed to have a multiplayer. Yeah. And, you know, I wasn't upset that it didn't have it because, to be honest, 
uh, the studio that made it was kind of small at the time. I mean, it's still not overly big now, but it was way smaller then. And putting in multiplayer would have, you know, delayed the game or maybe even had it not come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was something that I was really looking forward to on uh, for the sequel. And they showed a lot of it. And it looks really cool. Cool. I haven't actually uh, checked that out myself. But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the game as well. Um, I really, really enjoyed the first one. Um, maybe equal or slightly less than what you did. Hard, hard, hard to tell, really. But uh, yeah. I enjoyed the game quite a lot. Um, but, yeah, it's good that you'll get you'll get the first one as well. Um, a little bit like a Gears of War type thing with what they did uh, with the Ultimate Edition. Of course, they haven't got four State of Decay games to give you, so they can only give you the one. Because <laughs> um, they did, like, the whole bunch of them, didn't they, with Gears of War? If if I remember, or well, they all became like free at some point or something, but um, yeah, I own all the stated case except for four because at some point it is uh, mm-hmm. it has been a games of gold. Uh, speaking of which, along with the uh, you know Sea of Thieves, the stated K two is going to be day one as part of the uh, Xbox Game Pass. Yep. So if you're not sure on it, what I plan on doing with the uh, Sea of Thieves once it comes out, I'll just do like a fourteen day, you know, you get a free fourteen day trial of that. Yeah. So you can always try that and play the game and see if you like it or not. Mm-hmm. Weird thing is, um, I might have mentioned this before, but I can't remember if I have, so I will. Um, on my Boomerang list, I've got uh, State of Decay listed for the 20th. I've Sorry, for the 25th. Um, sea of Thieves listed for the 20th. And they've got Crackdown listed for April 30th. And of all the games in my coming soon list, that's the only one that hasn't, like publicly had its date revealed because i've got like dark souls remastered and far cry and assassin's creed and stuff and all those have had like confirmed dates but somehow they got their information for april 30th so i don't know i guess we'll get some sort of announcement soon then if that's if that's true that might not be i don't know maybe they got some sort of other information or something um but yeah i'm looking forward to all those those three games anyway uh crackdown sea of thieves and um state of decay with Sea of Thieves, to me, it matters if... The, the sort of make it or break it for me is if they have single-player stuff, because it's not going to be a game I'm going to be like doing loads of multiplayer things for. Um, so, like, because obviously Crackdown will have its, will have its campaign, so we'll stay at the K, probably. Um, but Sea of Thieves, we've not really heard anything about single-player, so I hope that they do, because um, if, if the game's good, which we'll find out tomorrow, I guess... Um, then I would like a single player for it because it could be really good. Um, yeah, from what I can tell, that it's kind of like an MMO. I mean, there's single yeah. player stuff to do, but it's easier to do it if you're in a group. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's as close as I've come to finding out anything on that. So mm-hmm. we also kind of don't know like if there's any end game stuff or if it's just the case that you're having a good time and like go around on a boat and collect collect. Um, treasure and stuff like what the actual end game is um unless it's the case of like level one you have to get 10 boxes of treasure and level two you have to get 11 or i don't know something like that but um mm-hmm. i don't know we'll just have to wait and see what uh what it's like but it's coming out in just over a month so i guess we'll see soon yep um but yeah good stuff all around there um for no microtransactions and and all that sort of thing so uh, what do you have next? Uh, next is the Division 2. Mm-hmm. got an official announcement, too. It accidentally got leaked in the probably the weirdest way possible. Huh. Uh, they were talking... They're interviewing with somebody whose name I can't remember at the time. 
and he was talking about the, how much it, the game has changed uh, from when it launched, which I played it a lot, and then kind of fell out of it and fell back into it, and how it is now. Um, and he was saying he was talking about the big changes. Like, yeah, in the Division One, and then everybody's like, "What do you mean Division One?" And then Ubisoft was just like, <laughs> "Oops." And so they just wound up making the official announcement. Um, the thing that I like. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most is that they're not going to pull uh, uh, Destiny and just like, okay, here's Division 2. Everybody that did everything in Division you know, 1, fuck you. Because that's the way, that's the, probably the yeah, main reason Destiny's why I probably that too will many never times. play Destiny. Is that, oh, here's this half-finished game. Oh, we build it up to where it was almost playable. Oh, here's a sequel. We're shutting everything down from the first game. Uh, so they're still going to do a whole bunch of stuff in Division 1. They actually have a full roadmap for this year. Uh, April is going to be update 1.8.1, which is going to be an Xbox One X uh, implementation and update to, uh, you know, enhanced in 4K and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, global event in May, uh, update 1.8.2 in June, which is going to introduce two legendary mission modes and have a global event. Uh, and then they're going to do this new thing called Shields which is going to be achievements that you earn in the game, and then I'll grant you special bonuses and rewards in the sequel. And then July uh, is another global event, August is another global event, and September is another global event. Uh, They made all these announcements, and they said we're not saying a single thing more until E3. So obviously they're going to have a big announcement. Uh, The rumors are already kicking off that uh, uh, it's going to be out this year. I don't know if that's possible or not, just because I don't I heard, really know how much they've uh, been doing with it so far. So Yeah, I heard that we'll see the first look at E3, but that doesn't mean to be out this year. Because, um, like, how many times have we seen Kingdom Hearts? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, they said the first look is going to be at, at E3. So that should be that should be fun. Um, I, I like the first game. It had, like, some issues and stuff, and think the campaign was just a bit too like stuffed with like oh here's this little side mission you should kind of do to do this main mission and stuff and it just got a bit like kind of too much i'm not saying the game was too long it was just like there was too many many little missions that you kind of sort of had to do um so maybe they can fix some of that stuff i like the game the gameplay was was good and had a good um i liked all the tech and stuff that you could use um, and I like the sort of street layouts and, and all that sort of thing. But um, hopefully we see something good from uh, the Division 2. Um, it seems like from this update that they've pleased some fans with, with some things that they've done. So uh, hopefully they can you know, continue to do that stuff. So uh, mm-hmm. we'll see. Because yeah, Ubisoft has their own conference, don't they? So I guess we'll see it there. Yeah, everybody's pretty much doing their own thing. Uh, Bethesda's going to have their conference on the Sunday before E3. Ubisoft's got their own. I don't think Nintendo's going to have one this year just because they've already done mm. that big thing that they did a couple days ago. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe they have all those a little something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's possible. Yeah, um, I've actually debated whether to watch all of EA's one or just watch the highlights because their actual presentations have been terrible the last couple of years, but they've still got good games that I'm interested in, so I almost feel like I should just watch the trailers and stuff, and not the press conference, because the press conference itself, I just don't trust to be any good, because 
it hasn't been the last couple of years. Um, and they've just like dragged certain segments out and and that kind of thing. So I don't know. I'll I'll, I'll see, but um, of course I'll still find out everything that happened for the podcast and stuff. Um, but it's just all the sort of little jokes and things that they do that just this don't work. So um, everybody else's I I think is 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 good. So um, I'll be watching all the others as well. Uh, how do you feel about that? I'm kind of the same way. It's, I mean, with me and my work schedule now, Yeah. Um, the only ones that I'll be able to watch live are the ones on Sunday, which I'll probably do anyway, because you mm-hmm. know, I'm not really doing anything anyway Yeah. Uh, when they're going on. Past that, I'm probably just going to do a, like a highlight reel, because everybody that you know is into games that has like their own YouTube channel will have some sort of like, you know, highlight this and recap that and whatchamacallit, the other thing, so... Yeah. I heard that Bethesda's is Sunday at 6 Pacific yeah. time. So, yeah, I'll have to watch that on Monday. Because uh, that's 2 a.m. in the UK. And uh, I can't stay up till half 3 because it's late. Um, so, yeah, as good as that press conference. Like, that's that's the only reason I wouldn't be able to watch those live is if they're at city times. Um, but I guess that stuff maybe can't be helped. Um, all right, whatever things do you have. Uh, days gone. Uh, the PlayStation exclusive, totally not a zombie game. Zombie game has been delayed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the game's official website now lists the new release window uh, to 2019. Uh, obviously, they don't have like a specific date for that, but yeah. 2019 is still not 2018. So. Mhm. Yeah. Um. Out of all the PlayStation exclusives. That's supposed to be out this year, apart from Medieval, because Medieval only recently got actually announced. Um, this is one we've heard the least from, because we've seen like lots of gameplay stuff from Spider-Man, lots of stuff from God of War. Of course, God of War has a release date. Um, we haven't, we we don't have a release date for Spider-Man yet, but I I can sense that there's one sort of coming. Um, we have a release date for Detroit now. We have um, what's the other stuff out this year? Um, there's Dreams, which is maybe, kind of, maybe out this year. Um, and, of course, we've had Shadow of Colossus. So, uh, out of all those, Days Gone's the ones that, like, they've said is this year, but they haven't said anything apart from that. So, it didn't really surprise me quite as much. It would surprise me more if Spider-Man was delayed, because um, we've just, like, seen more from that and stuff. Um, and there was also the... Uh, I think the developer that tweeted out a few weeks ago or maybe a month or so ago that said like we're doing playtesting of it and stuff and like had a picture of Spider-Man on on the PlayStation Home thing. I mean that doesn't really, I don't know how much that means, we, we, we can't really tell from that but it just seems like it's a bit further along so this doesn't really surprise me quite as much and I think we've already got enough to play this year. I mean we haven't even got to E3 yet so we don't know what's coming out confirmed for later in the year but sort of the first half of the year is sort of um sorted out i guess so uh sure push it to next year make it better um or, or fix what they have to fix because uh, we don't like broken games or games that don't fully work so um yeah take your time but not too much time because you don't want to be a final fantasy or a kingdom hearts uh that takes like 10 years or something um, yeah, you definitely don't want to be a Arkham Knight or no. uh, Mortal Kombat X. No, no. So take your time, but try not to take too much time. Um, and hopefully, it'll be out next year. Um, are you looking forward to it? Uh, I'm interested to see where it goes. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, since I still don't own a PS4, 
you know, days gone, you know, isn't the biggest issue for me. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, Division 2, uh, I'm kind of interested in just because, you know, I, I do still play Division 1 from time to time. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those things that, uh, you know, I still like. I, I wish I could get in the group. I need to start using that whole, you know, LFG function. I still don't do that enough. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Hopefully, you know, I'd love to be able to finish like an incursion, but every single time I've tried to do that, it's just gone tits up within like the first 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, but in terms of people's concern that like this might clash with The Last of Us, I would think that this would be Q1 2019 and Last of Us would at least be Q3 or 4 of 2019, if not 2020. So I don't really see the clash concerns because it will be at least a couple of months i think in between these games otherwise that's mm-hmm. not a great decision um but i i see yeah that's what i, I sort of see happening because i don't see last of us coming out near this game um because of like development cycles and stuff so i don't think there's any reason to worry i just think this is a, another delay of course there's a, if there's another one after this then you start to maybe get a bit concerned um about if the game's alright or not, but I think it should be, um, but we'll see it hopefully next year. Uh, what else do you have? Uh, well, Bethesda Studios is growing again. They yeah. are absorbing up Battlecry Studios, uh, which I completely forgot about because they had like some game in development, and then that just completely went away, and mm-hmm. then uh, nothing really happened with it for the longest time. Uh, but yeah, so that studio is in Austin. And then that uh, is going to be working on some games. So they got the one in Montreal. They got the one in uh, uh, where their main hub is. And then they've yeah. got uh, this new one now. Cool. Yeah, hopefully that means yeah, more hands on deck can be at um, Bethesda. And hopefully more games. Because they have a big catalogue as well. Um, and they're, mm-hmm. they're the sort of games that like you're not going to get a Fallout every year. You're not going to get a Doom every year. You're not going to get a Wolfenstein every single year. Their games are sort of the shift games where you have like, okay, Fallout this year, Doom next year, Wolfenstein the year after, and then sort of cycle them again. Um, of course, not in that actual order, but you know what I mean. Um, they sort of have mm-hmm. one every couple of years. Um, maybe it could be good if they like got new IP as well, so you can give the other games even more time um, and stuff like that. So, yeah, hopefully this is, this is good news. So, um, hey, I mean... Gaining a studio is better than losing one, so uh, yep. it means more good stuff's on the way. Yeah, um, uh, and they, ma- they make good from, games, uh, so yeah, they do. Uh, Todd Howard, who's you know game director, executive producer, quoted mm-hmm. saying, "As the vision scale and ambitions for our games to con- continues to grow, so does Bethesda Game Studios. We had the pleasure to know the talented developers at, Bar- at Battlecry, and we know we can great- do great things together." Mm-hmm. Um, and so, Battlecry was actually the group that assisted uh, with id Software with uh, for the Doom release. Huh. And uh, they had some help with uh, Elder Scrolls V. And so, you know, they've got... Supposedly they've got some, like, really important games that they're going to announce at this year's E3. Cool. Um, obviously, they're going to be jumping in on that. Mm-hmm. Skyrim on the PS5. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't knock it. You never know. <laughs> PS5 might come out. How so. come... How come that game, more than any other ever made, has had so many releases on different systems? I mean, it's good because it means more, it's available to more people. It's not a complaint. It's just 
strange how that game's been ported so many times and like others haven't. Um, People like it. What can I say? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. So um, I think uh, I was listening to Beyond uh, the other day and Marty said about what systems is Skyrim not on and the only thing he said was like iOS and like DS and stuff. So um, I don't know. I don't know how that game, those games would work on, on those systems or how well they would, but you just never know because you've got, you got it on the Switch. Of course, all the Xboxes and, and PS3s and PS4 and stuff. Uh, you got it in VR. Um, I guess the only thing they could do is like a 4K patch for the One X and the, the PS4 Pro. So that like, not not a re-release, but like just a, a patch for, for those things. I guess that's the only other thing they could sort of do for, for that game. But uh, hey, it's available to basically everybody. So uh, go and enjoy it. But yeah, it's good that they're um, getting new studios and stuff. So we'll wait and see at E3 what they have. Um, what else do you have? Uh, well, the last thing they have is all the um, Nintendo stuff that got announced. Okay, I wrote down uh, so I wrote down the ones that interested me, which was none of the 3DS stuff. <laughs> yeah, none of the 3DS stuff. I'm honestly surprised they're still doing stuff like that. But yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the big announcements are they're porting a bunch of the games from the Wii U to the Switch. Yeah. So uh, Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker is coming over, which is a game I was actually kind of half interested in. Not enough to really buy a Wii U, but I was kind of half interested in that. Mm-hmm. that and obviously, was, they... that character was really annoying in uh, Mario and Rabbids. So yeah, I don't know how I would feel about playing a game that where he's the main protagonist, but we'll see. Um, yeah, so I don't know. What what else was there? Yeah. Oh, uh, Smash got announced, which yeah. everybody knew that game was going to come. It was only a matter of time, really. Yeah. Did you see that reaction that. video on, on Twitter? There was some sort of, uh, I guess, store in New York. Maybe it was some sort of games shop or Nintendo shop. And they were just like, as soon as the little logo in the Splatoon character's eyes came up, they just like lost it. But in a lost good way. Lost their shit, yeah. yeah. In, in a good way. Something that you, you want to see is people losing their excitement or gaining their excitement rather um in that sort of way so um that is it's nice to see that sort of thing with all like you know the bad stuff that's going on in the world um it's nice to see people get happy about about stuff like that so um that was great as well Uh, i'm not sure i'm not sure where i found it on twitter i just sort of came across it so um i guess it's out there somewhere um but that, that was fun to see and yeah that was that was a crazy announcement um I'm interested to play it myself as well. Um, it depends what they have for single player and multiplayer, as like you know what's available to me and stuff. But uh, it's a very very popular game in the uh, Nintendo family, so um, it's pretty good that it's coming over. It it was hard to tell if it's going to be a new one or a port with DLC, but since they've got new characters and the um, Breath of the Wild Link, um, I feel like it's a new one. I, I, it's impossible to tell right now. Yeah, we'll never know until uh, we get. Yeah, uh, it feels more specifics like on one, it, but so, uh, yeah, I would hope that it's a newer one, just because you know if it's just a port, that's you know kind of stupid. But yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see though. I'm, um, yeah, I guess soon. Uh, what else was there? 
Uh, that's all that I really had. I mean, obviously, there's a ton of stuff out of the uh, Nintendo yeah. conference, but the um, but the the, um, the Smash one was the one that I was most intrigued with, just because I know that's the one that the uh, the fans were the most interested in. So, yep. Um, so I've got Battlefield Five, which is supposed to be set in World War Two. I don't know why this isn't just Battlefield Two. Um, because you've got Battlefield 1942, you've got Battlefield 1, Battlefield 2, does that exist? Or is it was it just 3 and 4? Because they did 3 and 4, and then they did Hardline as well. They did 1, which went backwards. The number system's very odd. And then, of course, you've yeah, got the, the Bad Company jumbly. series. Yeah, you got the Bad Company series. But I would have thought, if you take... Battlefield and do Battlefield 1 and set it backwards in time, surely Battlefield 2 would be the World War 2 one, but they're making Battlefield 5 the World War 2 one, so I don't know. Um, hopefully people don't get like too confused or anything, but um, yeah, it's supposed to be set in World War 2. Um, I remember on the podcast, the, the week that I played Battlefield 1, I said I thought it was amazing. Um, it's just a thing. EA have a very, very good library. They just mess stuff up. I think is the simplest way to, to put it. Um, they've got the Star Wars games, they've got the Battlefield games, they've got um, the FIFA games and stuff, they've got Mirror's Edge, if they ever decide to do that again. They've got they've got some other good stuff there, they just make bad decisions. So, um, But I guess I'm looking forward to that, if it's still got a good single-player campaign, which I, I think it will. Um, the previous one was good, so uh, I think this one should be as well. Are you interested? Not really, but that's okay. just more because I don't play the the shooter games. So okay, fair enough. Um, but yeah, the first Battlefield one. I almost said the first one. What's the first Battlefield? Was that was that mean anymore? Um, but yeah, Battlefield one was was really really good, and it was set in World War one or two. I can't remember, but back in back in the old days, let's just say that. So hopefully this should be good. Uh, we talked about Days Gone. We talked about the Division. Uh, I'm gonna just quickly mention it. I don't think we have much to say about it. But Black Ops Four was announced. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's coming out as well. I literally have nothing to say about it. I just thought I'd write it down. Um, and then my Nintendo stuff is, of course, Crash Bandicoot, the Insane Trilogy, which I will get to play again because it's coming on July 10th to the Nintendo Switch. And surprisingly, to me at least, it is coming to the Xbox One um, after we debated previously when we heard about Activision's five-year plan and stuff. Um, and we both kind of doubted, maybe me more than you doubted it, but um, I, I, w- I just sort of thought, like, how would that be allowed to happen? But I guess Activision has the license now and not Sony, so um, mm-hmm. they wanted to put it on the Xbox, so that's that's fair enough. Uh, it's also coming to Steam as well, um, so I guess the PC players can, can look out for that. But yes, I will be playing it again, I'll be playing on the Switch. So that I can play it on the go and stuff. I don't know if I'd play it a third time on the Xbox. But hey maybe if a year or two goes by. And I feel nostalgic for it. And want to play it on something else. But then again. I already have it on a home console. So I don't know why I'd need to play it again. But basically on a different home system. I don't know. Um, But I have my opportunity to have Crash on the go. So that's really really cool. Um, Of course I get to get all the gems and stuff again. Um, It's a shame there's no achievement or trophy system yet because that was a big sort of motivator to get all the gems and stuff um i mean i probably would have got them anyway but it was a nice kind of added bonus um are you going to be trying it out 
I might. You never know. It's one okay. of those things that uh, I'm not. I you know I grew up on platformers, so obviously that was you know it's not that that you know is an issue with me. Um, I just never really got into Crash, but I know a lot of people that have, so I might try it. Yeah. Yeah. See what happens. Uh, but July 10th, look out for that. It's uh, fairly soon, just after E3, so. Uh, and it's in the summer, so it'll actually be nice outside, hopefully, if this country can uh, do that, I guess. Um, so yeah, hopefully it'll be nice outside, hopefully it'll give me the chance to, to go outside with Crash and stuff. So, yeah, really looking forward to it. It's um, we, we kind of agreed that it would come to the Switch, because that's what was actually originally reported. Um, it wasn't originally reported that it would come to the Xbox, so that was the more, that was the bigger surprise. Um, but yeah, the original Crash Trilogy will be on non-PlayStation platforms for the first ever time. It's, uh, kind of historic in a way, I guess. This would almost be, like, if Halo was on PlayStation or something. Um, but of course the license has changed hands and stuff, so I guess it's allowed to happen now. Um, but yeah, Mario and Crash will be on, on the same systems. Um, and possibly Spyro, depends on who has that license for the remasters. Um, so we'll have to wait and see, but may- maybe Nintendo will have Spyro, Crash, and Mario, so, um, we live in, in different times. Speaking mm-hmm. of Mario, they showed off a bunch of, uh, Mario Tennis Aces, which does look quite fun, um, and I can't remember all of them, and I didn't list them, but there was a bunch of different special so- shots and stuff you could do, you could, like, slow down time, you could do, like... A precision shot, I want to call it. You sort of get like a, a reticle that comes up, and you can point it at, at like, I guess, a place that um, your opponent won't get the ball or the tennis ball, and then shoot it there, and then get the points. Obviously, um, your racket has like a health meter of sorts. So I guess if like your opponent does a really powerful shot and you block it, um, your racket will still take damage. Um, and uh, yeah, they showed off a bunch of that, which looked looked quite interesting. I'll I'll at least check it out, of course, um, and see what it's like. Hopefully, it's got some good single player stuff there as well. Um, would you be interested at all? Uh possibly. I mean, it's still one of the things that I have to get a Switch first, which I still yeah. don't have. Yeah. But uh, have you seen any of the gameplay? Yeah, I saw some of the gameplay. It looked cool. I mean, I grew yeah. up on you know Nintendo and Nintendo sports games, so. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not outside my wheelhouse. It's just one of those things that i got to decide if I want to actually do that or not. So, Yeah, I think one of the things that Nintendo has kind of secretly done right is motion controls. Because they're optional in mm-hmm. most games, or every game, I think. Because um, you can, like, turn them off or on depending on what you want to use. So it's not like, here's this game, you have to use motion controls. It's like, if... It's kind of like, if you want them and if you can get them to work, they're there. If you don't care about them, you can just turn them off and play the game normally, which I think is is something pretty good. Um, Speaking uh, of which, do, yeah. they, do they do anything with the uh, touchpad on the PS4 controller anymore, or is that still pretty much... Yeah. Uh, you can do some stuff, but not as much in, in the games. Uh, Infamous Second Son had a thing you could do, um, and you can use it as like a cursor on the internet browser, but that's about it. Uh, which is a shame because it's it's kind of a cool, interesting little thing. Um, but yeah, Sm- um, Mario Tennis Aces has like motion controls that you can use as well for you know, normal tennis motions and stuff. Um, so I guess check that out on that's on June twenty second. So that's just over just under a month uh, before Crash comes out. 
And then, of course, we talked about um, Super Smash Brothers, which um, the conference ended with. They said, like, oh, we finished for today, but we have... It was the one more thing, which you don't really see very often now. Um, but they showed, like, a trailer for, Spl- for Splatoon stuff, and some people thought, like, oh, it's just more Splatoon DLC, even though they'd just done, like, a five-minute segment on it. Um, and then, of course, the characters turned around, you saw the Smash Brothers thing, and it, and it went from there, so... That's really, really cool. That comes out this year, so um, uh, look forward to that, I guess. And the other thing that was announced just after Crash was uh, Little Nightmares, the deluxe edition, um, because it's got three DLC levels. The third one just came out like a week ago, um, and I guess this will have all of those as well. Um, Unfortunately, I've already played the game, so there's no real need for me to play again. The same with L.A. Noire. That's the only reason I haven't picked that up on the Switch, is because I have already played it. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have any interest in this, Little Nightmares? Uh, not really, no. Okay. I mean, it's just, like I said, it's one of those things that I don't, uh, you know, I don't own a Switch, so it's not anything I would have normally to begin with, so. Okay. Um, The other third-party game they announced, which was uh, something I've also already played, uh, South Park The Fractured Behold. It's interesting that Nintendo, which is, I mean, it's for all ages, but kind of more of a kid console but maybe not so much anymore i guess um a game like south park is going to be on that system of course like you know if you're a good parent and you can stop your children playing it then they won't be exposed to it um because there's been a whole thing about that recently with uh violent games and that kind of rubbish um yeah that comes around every few years or so yeah you can pretty much set your watch to it. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that's coming out to the Switch as well, which is a cool little game to, to put on there. Um, if you haven't played it, I think we'd we'd both recommend it. Um, we both quite enjoyed it when, when it came out. Um, but, unfortunately, I've also already played that, so I won't be playing it again. Um, and th- they did announce a, bu- announce a bunch of other stuff, but that was the main sort of um, Switch stuff. Because when the Direct started, I was like, why are they doing... 3ds stuff but i guess people still have it and that and they still use it so there's still a user base for it um so yeah that's all the announcements and stuff we do have uh an email to consider which is from brian and he says uh with all the games we know coming out in 2018 what are you most excited for i think you would you would say state of the k2 at the moment yeah easily state of the k2 unfortunately i don't have to wait too much longer with that yeah Um, past that, uh, definitely curious to do the Sea of Thieves, see if that's any good. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, Detroit is one that, that'll probably be what, either that or the Spider-Man will wind up, what will be, you know, me, uh, buying a PS4. Yeah, Yeah, no doubt on that. Um, Um, past that, really, not a whole lot, but. Yeah. I mean, we still... It's interesting the amount of games we have announced for this year, and we haven't actually had E3 yet. So, uh, mm-hmm. who knows what's out the rest of the year. Um, yeah, my most... I'm most looking forward to Spider-Man. Because, um, like, I had the nostalgia last year with Crash, so th- and I kind of did have it with Spider-Man with, with the film. Um, but I guess I get to kind of have that again, but just in a different format with the game with Spider-Man. So... Um, I'm looking forward to seeing how they handle that character because it looks like basically a new addition. Of course, it's still Peter Parker, but like a separate story and stuff. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, of course, I'm looking forward to Crash on the Switch. But like I said, I, I did play it last year. 
Um, all the PlayStation exclusive, like God of War, I'm looking forward to. Um, Detroit, to see, you know, how badly I do or don't mess up. <laughs> to see who I do or, or don't end up getting killed. Um, and to see how my story ends up. Um, there's Red Dead 2 I'm looking forward to. Um, what else is there? There's Dark Souls, which I'm interested to try out on the Switch. That's out in the same week as Detroit and um, State of the Case. That's going to be a, an interesting week. Because I think that's out. Mm-hmm. I think that's out. It'll be a busy the, week. The, yeah, the twenty fifth. That 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 state of the case day is it, or is that the twenty second? Twenty second is yeah, when it's the, out. Detroit's Unless you pre order the it? ultimate edition and then it's the eighteenth. Yeah, Detroit's the twenty fifth, isn't it? So it's the same day as that, and then state of the case comes out a few days before. So um, yeah, I guess there's an option for each system in that week. If you're a Switch owner, you got Dark Souls. If you're a PlayStation, Detroit. And then if you're Xbox, it's um, state of the case. Um, so yeah, that, that'll be a good week. Uh, what, what else do we have? I guess the Spyro remaster, I'm interested to see how that turns out. Um, Division 2, I'm interested in if it actually looks good. Um, hopefully we get like a new Trials this year, maybe. Um, one that doesn't do crazy gun stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm interested in Ubisoft this year to see if they announce like a Splinter Cell or a Watch Dogs or, or something like that. Or see what this year's Assassin's Creed is like. So they very much have, have my interest. Um, and maybe they're doing other collaboration collaborations with um, Switch because last year they did Mario and Rabbids. So uh, we shall you see. You never what, know. Yeah, we shall see what's to come. Maybe there's some surprises as well. Uh, so yeah, that's everything for this week. Bunch of games announcements, game announcements. There's a bunch of games on the way which we're looking forward to. Um, so I guess we'll see you in the future for those. Um, we're on entertainmenttalk.org, which is where you can find all of our content. We've got Twitter, Facebook, iTunes, Facebook group, uh, Mixler, Robert's Mixer. Um, it's Mixer, isn't it? Not Mixler. Mixler is the uh, yeah. audio thing because they have similar names. Uh, Robert's Mixer, my Twitch. Um, there's Amazon Affiliate. There's Patreon, which you can all check out. Um, so, yeah, that's it for this week. And we will see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.